0: And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Marta Farrell on the line, and she is the president over at Starfish Impact. Marta, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much, Adam. I'm happy to be here.
0: So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Starfish Impact, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how'd you get started in business and in your career?
1: Sure. Um, Well, I love that path because it's not necessarily typical. Um, I really started out more as like a liberal arts undergrad major and um, somebody that was not focused on business at all. But um, just the environment, the schools, and the family that I was raised in was very focused on community and social services and really just giving back and being focused on um, a group dynamic versus just ourselves. Um, I went to a progressive school and then a Quaker high school in Washington, D.C., and um, so that's really been in my DNA also the work that my parents did. My father um, was the head of the Children's Bureau, which was part of the Department of Health and Human Services, and my mother is a child development expert and educator. And so I really saw myself going more down that type of path. I was studying education and psychology. And then I realized um, I need to pay for graduate school. And a sales job fell in my lap. And I loved it. And I also immediately got promoted into management and then another promotion five months later. And ended up going in more of a business direction with a focus on sales and marketing. And a few years into that, and that was right after graduating college, I um, took some stock and just said, you know, what do I want to do when I grow up and realized that getting an MBA would be um, a good next step. And I looked at various programs and very purposely applied to specific schools and chose the Anderson School at UCLA um, because of the entrepreneurial focus and the culture and community, again, that I sensed there. And I definitely feel like I picked right with all of that. And going to business school and specifically Anderson just opened up so much. It opened me up to ideas and people and opportunities that I never knew existed. Um, it was sort of at the beginning of um, a lot of things like wireless internet and um, cell phone usage still wasn't rampant, but it was just starting. Um, and so it was very much um, an interesting time, I'd say, in technology and um, Dot coms were just starting to happen, and so um, when I was at school, I got bitten by the finance bug, and ended up taking a job out of school at Goldman Sachs. And I just I feel like I learned so much in terms of business. Um, from Goldman, I went in house with clients for four years. But what I found was that I was volunteering about 30 hours a week while I was in the throes of my career. Um, doing basically pro bono consulting and um, very heavy duty board leadership, board fundraising with nonprofit organizations. And I finally told myself that I was, um, you know, telling myself something by by the fact that I was spending so much time there and decided to really marry my passion for the social sector um, and working in community with my business skill sets. And that's what led me to where I am now with Starfish.
0: That's awesome, um, and I I, li- I I like to hear how you had such an interesting, um, you know, finance career. And I know there's some there's some people listening that you know they they just graduated from college or they're you know even considering going down that finance path. Um, what kind of advice would you give them into breaking into into that into that sector?
1: Well, first, I definitely feel like going to business school allowed me to break in at the level that I broke in, you know, at that type of firm and at the associate level, but I would also say really in any career you're interested in, whether it's finance or entertainment or politics or, you know, being an agent, really anything, it's, it's just getting strategic and, and thinking about and researching and doing informational interviews and um, figuring out like what are all of the different paths into a successful career in that area and how can I approach it. I also think through relationships is great, but again, through you know, the career center at your school or your graduate school can be very helpful. Um, I think these days now with LinkedIn and other tools, um, you know, just really networking in and, and one way, you know, the younger you are and figuring this out and what you're interested in, and it can be multiple things and you can try something and then cross it off your list if it's not for you, but just, you know, leverage that you um, are a student or coming out of school and really passionate or interested in something and make those connections with other human beings um, in the industry.
0: That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Starfish Impact. So first, tell me a little bit more about the company, please.
1: Sure. So I started it over 14 years ago, and as I mentioned Briefly earlier, I just it dawned on me that I could really marry the intersection of the duality of my life. Um, At the time that I was figuring this out, I was traveling to China for two weeks every month. I was extremely busy, um, and I was you know working when I was in Los Angeles. I was working both um, you know West Coast hours for the most part, but then also Mm -hmm. um, you know um, the the Eastern um, you know China Asia hours. And somehow found the time to, to do it all. But I knew that that wasn't sustainable, and I also knew that it wasn't necessarily today back then, but that I wanted to have a family and that I wanted to have a little bit of that type of balance in my life to um, get married and have children, et cetera. And I am a planner as well. And so I just sort of took stock and said, um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry the two together. And it was important to me to still work with nonprofits themselves, which I would describe as an operating nonprofit, or many of them are service providing and working in a specific community, but bigger ones are working globally or nationally, um, but also working with um, the grant makers and the the giving side, the donor side. And then I also think that businesses and corporations are very important to the equation as well, and corporate social responsibility is typically Um, the group at a company that is affecting um, social impact, change, work, culture, etc., at companies. And so what we do at Starfish is we work on all sides of the business. Um, We work with the grant makers, and we also work with the the on-the-ground doers. And what's fun is when it all comes together, Um, I'm on the board of Liberty Hill Foundation, and we have a partnership. Um, with a couple of other um, organizations in the community. Um, and it's it's called Ready to Rise and it will take too long to go deeply into it, but it's an incredible program. And um, we're we're funding an initial group of 20 organizations and one of those organizations happens to be a client, you know, had nothing to do with selection or anything, I'm completely not involved as a board member. And some of the other organizations that were chosen are friends and colleagues and people that I have a lot of respect for in the community. And so it's just fun to see it all coming together, but with both the funders and the grantees.
0: That's awesome. Any kind of, and I know you've been in that space for a long time, that donor space and uh, in the nonprofit sector, um, any kind of trends you care to, you care to comment on?
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean I was just having this conversation with somebody at SoCal Grantmakers earlier today. Um, you know, DEI, which stands for diversity, equity and inclusion, is huge. I think um many, many funders and certainly the funding community in Los Angeles is focused on um that area really internally for themselves and their own communities, but then sort of the greater community and the funding community that they're a part of, and also supporting organizations and people that um, have that as a, a big part of their mission, if not their sole mission. I also f- seen in the last five to years that the funding community is that much more accessible and collaborative with an understanding of the grantee side and really wanting to understand um, what it entails to do the work that they're doing on the ground. Um, There's something called the Real Cost Project, um, which takes a deep dive into that. What is the real cost of running a nonprofit business? And I just think funders are extremely in tune these days um, in those areas. Also, systems change and looking at much deep, deeper, more impactful, I would say, results um, is very important. So I think that you know some funders have moved away from um, funding sort of simply like service-providing programs to more systems change-type organizations. And they're really looking mm-hmm. for leverage. They're looking for partnerships and collaboration as well. Um, and i I just think everyone is getting smarter and faster and more innovative and using technology better um so those are some of the trends that i'm I'm thinking of right now on this call
0: that's awesome uh so yeah. marta if Marta, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on starfish impact or to connect with you, what's the best way for them to get that?
1: Well, um, I guess the several ways are emailing me. You can email me directly at marta at starfishimpact.com, and my name is M A R T A. Um, You can also call my office number, 818 906 1768. Um, My Twitter handle is at starfishmarta, and my LinkedIn is also under my name, so I'm pretty easy to find.
0: That's awesome. Uh, So, Marta, thanks again for coming on the show today and for sharing your background and uh, all the great work you're doing over at uh, Starfish Impact. And to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all these great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Marta, thanks again for coming on the show.